podcast. That was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And honestly, I think watching something live, watching a live stream of, of a theatrical performance is the closest we're going to get to seeing theater for, I'd say, a year at least. I mean, easily, easily, because it's probably a year before you're really going to get people, I think, in spaces together. I mean, I don't think people are getting together anytime soon. <laughs> no. I think once the second, the second wave hits, because everybody's like going out again, like, you know, Governor Murphy's opening the Jersey Shore, <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, that second wave is going to come. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. But, uh, smash oh like yeah there was um I didn't take any notes or anything because I was doing this while while multitasking a little bit but I did did take notes oh excellent good but I thoroughly enjoyed uh the the zoom interview with everyone and Jack Davenport just seems like a delight to have around I bet he's super, super fun to go out for a drink with after rehearsal. <laughs> yes. He reminded me of like, this is, this is way back in the olden times uh, when I would do like background work on the soap operas. And mm-hmm. there was this guy on Guiding Light who had been on the show for like a billion years. And he was just so charming and personable and a little quirky. And he would like, you know, he would walk up to anyone on the set he didn't know and be like, hi, Ron Rains. Ron Rains, <laughs> nice to meet you, Ron Rains. And he was a lovely man. And uh, Jack Davenport, and I think Jack Davenport had some of that same kind of energy. And yes, definitely someone to get a drink with, like, after the show, you know, if, it, if this were theater. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the, the intermission interview as well. Julie Klausner didn't seem like super familiar with Smash or like the key players. Well, like I she thought she did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was very personable, you know. Um, but like, I, I think um, I, I listen, I could be reading into it, but Catherine McPhee seemed to take umbrage that Julie Klausner wasn't aware that she had done Broadway. And that she had, like, you know, been in Waitress. Again, maybe I was not watching this with a, with an eagle eye. But I think, because didn't that start out as, like, a general question? Like, you know, or, to, like, the whole group in terms of... I, I thought it was really pointed. Like, you know, like, Catherine does, did, did, does, did working on Smash make you want to do Broadway? Or did, or, like, I, I don't know. And I think that's just one of those like kind of like interviewer questions too, yeah, in terms of sure. you're just trying to get them to the next thing of like, yeah. tell us about, you know, what happened to you after Smash? Did mm, you, that's did very you, true. Did you and, go to the Broadway? <laughs> and one, I could have completely made up this entire scenario. You just want um, there to be a beef. <laughs> I kept, you know, because Julie Klausner has my main account um, blocked on Twitter. And so like, I feel like, now she's like my nemesis you know <laughs> i see what this is <laughs> like if she's gonna block me like 
like now we need to have a beef because like <laughs> why else am I blocked? You know? <laughs> because she knew <laughs> at some point in the future. So now I'm like nitpicking everything. No, but also I think like it's it's possible too that she she asked it and Catherine McPhee took it as like, oh wow, you're not you weren't aware of my illustrious stage career. But again, I will go back to point number one, which is I am probably making this all up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And again, maybe I was just watching it with leery, innocent eyes, but I thought everyone was just happy and enjoying chatting with Julie yeah, and each no, other. I, I mean, in all honesty, I like, I thought Julie Klausner did a really good job. Julie, you should unblock me. Like we have like mutual friends in like real life. Um, I honestly have nothing against you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I thought she did a good job and um, uh, I liked how the, she got the actors to a place where they were talking about um, stuff they didn't do well, that they were like self-conscious about, you know, putting on a television screen. And that was sort of delightful because it's hard to imagine Megan Hilty I know, like, like a dance call at all. I know. It's like Megan Hilty, you're insecure about something? Why? Yeah. That's, and like, that's absurd. And Wesley Taylor, you know, my favorite, uh, yes. was self-conscious too about the dancing because, mm -hmm. you know, he was supposed to be like one of like the really, he was playing a really good dancer, but he didn't feel like he was a really good dancer. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. yeah, I and like, I, like I went in expecting Wesley Taylor to be delightful in the interview yeah. and he was, but yes, I, I did enjoy him like you know, the other dancers were all dancer choreographers, and he was just mm -hmm. a dancer dancer. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, and I didn't really think about it before, but yeah, that those must have been some super duper long days in terms of like learning, learning the numbers and then filming. Those poor folks must have been very tired. I did enjoy too in the concert mm -hmm. how some of the ensemble members were the ensemble members from the show. Like, I feel like yeah. I saw Jenny LaRoche. Yes, pretty and, sure yes. I saw her too. And um, I saw the guy I think of as sweaty guy because <laughs> you remember when they did, um, they did the showcase for the producers and the heat, mm -hmm. you know, was out of control in the building. And like, they made that this big plot point, like, oh my gosh, it's so hot in the room and everyone's gonna be so uncomfortable. <laughs> but then they didn't have anyone like look sweaty except for one guy. He was like <laughs> carrying the sweat for all of them. So, <laughs> so sweaty guy from the ensemble was in there for the, for the concert. I, yeah. I love the staging. I love that like the orchestra was on stage and there was something very like, 50s about the set you know I I don't know what it was exactly but I just loved I loved how the set looked and I love I loved hearing an overture of bombshell yes. songs <laughs> yeah and it was fun to see some of the numbers reinterpreted and to see Anne, Anne Harada get a number yes um, <laughs> And also to see like some little flubs, like Christian Borle, I think flubbed a line in the, mm -hmm. the Daryl Zadig number. And mm -hmm. it was a fun piece of trivia to know he had won a Tony just the night before and yes. still got his ass over to the theater to do this benefit. Seriously. Um, but yeah, I think, and there are a couple other like teeny tiny little flubs where it's like, you, you yeah. realize like, oh yeah, they probably like rehearsed this for like three days or something. Yeah. And, but they were all um, such pros, like, because people definitely, I, I noticed, like, a handful of, 
uh, lyrics that got dropped. Um, but yes. everybody just like took a beat and kept going. There were some notes that didn't quite get there, but they kept going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yes, they probably did rehearse this with very, very little time. Yes. And it was great to see like a lot of the choreography was really the same as it was yeah. in the show. And it also made me realize some of the things like it was so nice to see a song and hear a song from beginning to end. Because Yes. That doesn't always happen in the show. It and it's doesn't. like yeah, it's like we'll be in the middle of the song and like then all of a sudden we'll have to pull away to look at Leo and you're just like, God damn it. <laughs> no, you're totally right. Because I, I love um, secondhand White Baby Grand and they just keep moving the line. Those are probably my two favorite bombshell songs. And it was so lovely to see Megan Hilty uh, keep the acting beats, you know, going throughout the entire song instead of it you know, flashing away to whatever is happening off stage. You know? And I loved her. I loved her doing the acting as well as the singing and let's be bad. That was fun. And someone, yeah. what's his name? Michael Swift, his real life name. Will is Chase. Will Chase. I enjoyed his performance of the, the song. Uh, Lexington. And Lexington and 52nd Street. Second Street. Yes. yes. I enjoyed his, I thought his performance of the song in the concert was a lot subtler than his performance of the song in the show. Yes. And I think, I understand why it was not subtle in the show because that's, you know, he's supposed to have, did he and Julia break up at that point or they I were about to break up? so, yeah. So, and that was also the performance where everything was going wrong. So, yeah. so. I understand why it wasn't necessarily that subtle performance in the show, but it was nice to see that, you know, mm -hmm. kind of let him get, get a do over when he didn't have to like, you know, kind of act all that, that story on top of it. <laughs> yes. I thought Will Chase and Megan Hilty were just lovely together in the concert. They just really connected, I thought, and not so much for you. <laughs> no okay no 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 oh no. no that was fine it was fine oh yeah I was thinking now what happened is oh you can see my face that's why you're yeah like, no I know we should say this like we're 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 recording obviously um remotely and uh but we're looking at each other on zoom so <laughs> yes my eyes wandered off and that's yes. because I was thinking of I was remembering something when Will Will Chase was talking about when they were like backstage at the concert and Leslie Odom was talking about, he had this opportunity to do a TV pilot, but he had just done this like, you know, downtown production of Hamilton and he really wanted to stick with that. Yeah. And Will Chase was like, do the TV show, get your money, yeah. man. <laughs> He's in some experimental history rap at MoMA. <laughs> loved um hearing uh like things that Marilyn had written um I I don't think I've read her autobiography I didn't know she had one or was that like a journal that was published or I think it might my have story been, like, I I do not know so I'm yeah I, I don't know I was thinking about that too is because they read so much of like, you know, this material that I guess was interviews or journals that, you know, uh, 
interviews that she had done or journals that people found. Mm -hmm. And it made me think like, you know, I don't, I don't know if like there would be that kind of resource today for a famous person. You, you would just have like their, mm -hmm. their tweets and their Instagrams, but I've never been, I've never been super duper good at keeping a journal. You know, yeah. I will do it for like, you know, three days out of a year. So, yeah. but good for her. Glad she did. Yeah. Um, well, you know, also Marilyn was quite lonely, wasn't she? Mm -hmm. You know, she was, she could be lonely in a crowd. So. Yes. So that was, that was, we had, we got to have a lovely night of theater together. We apart. did. It was so nice. I had, I had technical difficulties. I was going to live tweet the whole time. Um, I was active on Twitter for the hour beforehand because, you know, Kat McPhee did a, like was doing a Q and A and everything, but I, I wasn't able, I had to ended up having to watch the concert on my phone. So I could not live tweet it, um, which was sad because I was excited. Oh, something that I definitely want to point out is that Megan Hilty has a top notch curtsy. <laughs> yes. And she was working and she was working that dress too. So oh my God. Yes. They both look so beautiful. Everyone they looked great. did. Yes. No. Oh, and Kat McPhee, when she turned around in the, 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 the last dress, like when they were leaving the stage, it's like, I didn't even There's see that thing from the There's back. My goodness. Yeah. But yes, I was, you know, kudos to everyone on the wardrobe across the board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love that, you know, Kat McPhee and Megan Hilty, like, didn't know when they, what their entrance was for the curtain call. They messed it up like three times. That was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, now? No, not yet. No. Now? <laughs> They're very cute together. I really do buy the, you know, we got along great, you know, because uh, they've like, you know, I know Megan Hilty like went to see Waitress with, you know, Catherine McPhee in it. And um, they, they were playful with each other, like leading up to this on the Twitter. Kat, Catherine McPhee is very into Twitter and she's a really super fun account to follow. Um, because she, she will retweet every single smash meme she comes across and she generates quite a few of them on her own. Um, I love that she loves smash. That's great. Yes, it's really delightful. I might've known this and forgotten. You know, I feel like when they mentioned it, it's like, oh, that triggers a memory. And of course it's something we could have researched, but ugh. I, I was interested in the tidbit that uh, the pilot was originally written for Showtime and had like tons of nudity in it. Well, the book, which I still have not gotten all the way through. Well, I, I started reading it like for one week and no, one day, I think I was, I, I brought it for a beach read and then I, I never picked it up again, which is not to say that the book was bad. It's just that I get distracted easily. And there, yeah, it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sex, like, like descriptions of vaginas and like <laughs> now is the book is the book the book was written a while ago because i yeah. imagine carson garson canaan must have been dead for quite some time like when is the book set like the 60s the 50s oh shoot um i feel like it was like set in like present day 80s oh well good for him for being alive that long yeah i could be wrong but it felt like Actually, yeah. No, it makes sense that he was alive in the 80s because Ruth Gordon, his wife, who was older than him, mm -hmm. she did Harold and Maude and uh, Rosemary's Baby. And those were late 70s. 
So very plot. Ruth Gordon's um, autobiography is a great read. Um, and again, lots of sex and lots of abortion too. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it, it's a good read of like, hey, you think you got it hard now? Try being an actress in the twenties, or maybe it was the thirties. But yeah, not an easy time to be an actress. So. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she had some stories, and she was a very and she was a great writer too. Because then you know she went on to have a illustrious writing career as well as an acting career. And fact. then win an Oscar and have a great line in her Oscar speech. So it all really came together in the end. <laughs> oh, do you know that? Do you know that story? I, the, no. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to misquote the line a little bit. Cause I'm not going to bother looking it up, but so, all right. So she's been an actress forever since the thirties. Yeah. She's been a screenwriter since like the fifties. Then in like, whatever magical year 1978 let's say uh she she stars in harold and maude and this is like the first time she starred in a movie maybe ever certainly in Mm -hmm. like a couple decades and then she has a really um showy part in rosemary's baby which i've never seen but she has like as like you know the ominous neighbor lady Oh yeah, um, I've seen Rosemary's Baby a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. And so and so she's nominated for Best Supporting Actress. This is the first time she's been nominated for an Oscar, at least for acting. Maybe she was for writing. I again would have to Google that. And who has the time? <laughs> so she wins. So she's like in her seventies, and she's nominated for and then wins her very first Oscar. And she gets to the stage, and she says, "I can't tell you how encouraging this is." And <laughs> yeah, and it's great. That's so, so great. Oh, she's a hoot. Yes. But yeah, she and Garson Kanan, they wrote like a whole bunch of the Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn movies. Oh, cool. Yeah. What a dame. Yes. So we should, I think, I think we, I think we're approaching wrap up, mo- wrap up mode. Yeah, I think so. I'm just going to yeah. glance at my notes real quick. Oh, I do like, uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, so yeah. we can let people know we will be back to talking about episodes of smash beginning with What's that episode called? Publicity. It's the one with the Bollywood number. That's all we need to say. <laughs> People know what that episode that is. Yes. So we'll, we'll be back to talk about Smash in people's ears some more. All right. See you then. Cut.